her on there. She's a victim. No, she's a drug dealer. She was the cop, was she not? No, she was the one that got shot because they broke into her house with a no-knock warrant. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) We are... Okay, I, I had it backwards. Um, <laughs> I see Blaylock's with us, but out of position, so I'll let you guys fix that when you can. Um, no biggie. Get out of here, dog. Get out of here, stupid dog. Get on out of here. Get on. Get for, get. for those fans yeah, of uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, that was a great show. <laughs> there. Sinking stupid down. Dog. Stupid dog. Sorry, guys. I really did try to get here early. Zoramir. Uh-huh. Zoramir, shut yours down. Oh, All go. right. Now, uh, Blaylock. Zoramir and Grayson. There. All fixed. Good, good, good. Welcome, everyone, to uh, On the Edge of Darkness, our weekly D&D campaign. We are happy to have you here. Welcome you to chat along and uh, suggest things and ask questions feel free it will answer as we can um start off tonight by saying we apologize for last week's stream uh there were some technical difficulties that were awful the recording is awful we know um <laughs> so blaylock's fault yeah we're gonna blame blaylock for tonight I, actually i i blame leo it was leo's fault leo is broken <laughs> yeah um. Yeah, the whole world missed that because it uh, basically stopped recording just after the uh, the the mess hall. Right so after Leo was reinitialized, four four hour session. Uh, we recorded an hour and a half, so we apologize for that. The video was terrible, the audio was good, but nothing else was. We have since um, fixed that and fixed uh, unintentionally fixed uh, some other software and hardware issues. It's been a trying week for us, and it's only no Monday. No way. Um, it's for everybody. Yeah, everybody's had. We're not going to go into details, but everybody's had a pretty crappy week. Um, uh-huh. so, so we are excited to play some D and D tonight uh, and, and get in it. Uh, new streaming oh, yeah. software. So if something happens, we apologize. But so far, no drop frames, and everything looks good. So I'll make whew. y'all happy. I'll be. I'll be streaming from Florida on Soon. the beach next week. Oh. Hey, as long as we don't hear the waves crashing. Uh-huh. Lightning crashes. I am super excited <laughs> about where we're at, and I can't wait to get started. So let's get started. Um, we do, some of us here have been working on some uh, additional content that will be coming up, so look for those uh, soon. Um, once I get... The last few details eked out. We'll be we'll be having that stuff out, and we'll start doing some some like little interviews and uh, different things uh, with the players, which I, I'm super excited for to kind of have some nerd talk going on. So that's going to be fun. Um, but let's continue. Let's get going here. Um, get that going. Turtle soup, anybody? Oh, that was delicious. Mmm. Um, all right, where we left off, the party adventured eastward toward the dead spokes, and after leaving their horses to the wild, uh, not being able to take them into the spokes, they traverse into the stinking forest of dead trees and 
decay, <clears throat> running into some undead after a short trip, valiantly fighting off the undead. The party is taking in what they've just encountered when an unlikely creature bends over and touches one of the undead spores popping up uh, over the corpse as they uh, it starts to break down in front of them he looks up at them and then back down toward the ground and moves to the next corpse who wants to go and talk to this person you all just hear like humming. Grace, Grayson, you're you're a guide here. Yeah, yeah, Grayson. Um, go see what. Let's go see what he wants. Grayson, have you seen creatures of this? Well, this is a turtle, if I remember correctly. We've seen turtles before. <laughs> He's clearly not native. Have you been living here this whole time? Ooh. Hello. Why are you here in the woods? I guess the question would be, why are you here in the woods? And he puts his staff down and kind of struggles and straightens himself out. And you see him stand <coughs> back and lift his straw hat just toward the back of his head. I live here have for a long time. The creatures don't bother you? Mm. We've been in Fainamar for since I was but a hatchling. you call it Fadamar? Yes, Fadamar. And he looks down and kind of pats one of the mushrooms on the top uh, of its uh, head, basically, whatever it's called. Um, And then just moves on to the next corpse and begins doing the same ritual that you've seen. How do you get around the undead? Yes, the these poor souls. They unrestful they are. They get no sleep. You can understand how they need some peace. And he looks at all of you, continues to the last corpse. You can see, going back to the first corpse, it's really broken down quite a bit and kind of returning to the ground. No chance for these to come back, is there? You're at rest now. Do, do I know what kind of magic he's using? 
roll an arcana check. First yes. roll of the night. Uh, 52. 52? 22. Yeah, D&D Beyond might be broken if I roll a 52. (laughs) Well, digital dice, you know. Mm. It's a rounding error. Okay. And... As he finishes the last one, he kind of looks at you and turns his back and starts walking away. Hmm. Very curious. Hmm. After he gets 15, 20 feet away from you all, he stops, puts in his head, kind of elongates, and turns over his shoulder. Come along now. Much too risky for young children to be in the forest. And you see his staff kind of lift up in the air and he kind of motions forward to follow him. I'm going to look at Grayson. He says he's been here. I would say he probably knows more than me. Hmm. I do. I agree. Inside to see if he seems trustworthy. Yeah. I started following him. <laughs> what was it? 18. 18? Yeah. Um, nothing seem. I mean, things seem odd about him, but not in a bad way. <laughs> he just seems very... You find it odd that he is where he's at and seems very apathetic toward the entire situation that's there. Yep, so we should follow him. Okay, I'm gonna hang back a little bit, guys, but if you all feel comfortable going, go. (laughs) Come along now. He moves, and he's not super fast, but he he moves. um, And you travel for 30 to 45 minutes or so he doesn't say much he just kind of hums to himself adjusts his hat from time to time and stops to greet various fungi on the trees Uh, eventually in the distance you see uh, a mud hut sitting there Uh, moss kind of grown over the top and just outside of it you see slight billows of smoke uh, as a a fire sits and smolders there um, over to the top of the fire is a solitary pot and you can hear it boiling uh, like something was prepared before he left and even though the, the environment you're in is gross and, dark and dank and smells just on the, the hints of the wind you smell something sweet mixed in with uh, like a savory f- flavor and he just moves in and once he gets to the hut kind of sets his staff against the side of the hut Ooh, come along now so of all the places to live why do you live here 
I've been here since I was so small. Fenimar is my home. Mm. Oh, excuse me. You probably don't call it Fenimar. You probably call it... Hmm, what do the folks on the road say? The oh, they call it the dead spokes. Dead spokes, yes, yes. It's Fenomar, much nicer name. But please. Does that mean anything? Fenomar? Are you asking yes. as a player or asking him? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm asking him. It's my yeah. home. It's the home of the elves, or was, I guess. What happened to these elves? Excuse me, some of this stuff is. Uh, hmm. Why don't Loading. we. Backstory. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> I it's not organized well for me. Um Let's eat. We'll talk it at dinner. And he pulls up uh some clay mugs and hands one to all of you, and as you kinda look at them and look at your surroundings, it looks like they were probably made from the the dirt around here. Um and he waves his hand over the top of him. You see him fill with with water. And he goes and grabs some clay bowls and scoops out some of the mixture into the bowl and hands one to each of you. Thank you. Very interesting magic trick. So what kind of magic do you do? I have the magic of the forest. Taught to me. Oh, I haven't introduced myself. I am Boothok of the tribe Mossback, second hatchling of Carbonus the Swift. Boothak? Boothok? Boothok? I knew that was coming. <laughs> you may call me Boothok. Where is the rest of your clan? Oh, long ago. They left for other shores. Some here on Drakenvall. Some have left. We have no family left in this forest? No. It's uh, not a good place, as you see, but it's home. So why do you choose to say all of your friends and family have left? Someone must care for the forest in these dark times. What are you tending to exactly in these forests? It seem to be quite wild. 
the creatures that you come upon, they need to be put to rest. The unrestful. Do you not get attacked? Oh, they come and knock on Boothok's door, but Boothok answers. (laughs) How do you answer? With the fury of the forest in my hand, they cannot prevail. Very interesting about your magic. You seem very concerned? No, no, just very curious. I'm a cleric and I'm a caster also, so I just like to, you know, inquire about other magics. Hmm. Hmm. But asked about because Fainamar. This was once a beautiful place. Peaceful. Long time ago. From time to time you would see friendly competition between the elves of Fanamar and the dwarves of Breckensfjord always fighting over who makes the best weapons. But it all ended. Darkness filled the forest. The trees, they cried out to me. In great pain, the land turned to mush, and he kind of stomps down into it, and you see it splash up. And it seemed the dead would pop up from the ground. The elves disappeared from the heart tree, and no one has seen any of them for generations. Hmm. What is the cause of this darkness? That I do not know. I Hmm. was visited once by someone with that same question. What was his name? Albergon? Albergon, he was... Gone quite quickly, little fellow, much like this one. You, and he points to Zormir, look a lot like little. him. Did Albergon? Albergon. Did he ask for anything specific? He was. A mess, tussled hair, looked hungry. I cared for him for a while, but he was 
prone to mischief and wandering off. A quite unlikable quality for a place such as this. He kept talking how he was separated from his brother, but didn't know where he was or where to even start. An unlikely place to be looking for a halfling. Albert gone, you said? I think that was it. Could it have been Alberon? Oh, yes. That must have been it. He spoke very quickly. He was here in this forest? He was stayed with me for quite some time. No shoes. Quite interesting. Uh, what did he say? What was Looking he... for his brother. Do you happen to know where he went? He left. He started heading to the northeast toward the old heart tree. I told him, don't go. But he wouldn't listen. He seemed to have a one-track mind. What is what is this heart tree? It's an unholy place. And you see his visage kind of darken and his eyes squint down. His typical dark eyes narrow down to just slits. You dare not go there. It emanates an evil for the relic of beauty it once was. What what could Alperon possibly want there? He mentioned looking for something that he was looking for something that would help him find adventurers that could help him find his brother. I cautioned him about going there. But... He went further into the forest to find adventurers that were from any other town? No. He mentioned finding, uh, hearing stories of adventurers in the south something about helping people and uniting clans they, they adventurers of great reputation how long ago was this not long two maybe three weeks I, I, I fear this might be oh, I look around the room uh, I haven't ever really talked about this much in front of of the group, but I feel like this might be this might be my brother. We were we were separated at a young age. Hmm. Really? That's great news. I know. I know. Don't really talk about him much. It's, it's been a 
been a difficult thing to deal with, being separated from him, just ripped apart from my family. But this this is incredible news. I mean, if he was only here a couple weeks ago, we might be able to save him. But the heart tree. Do not go there. It was once the palace of the elves called Vinithamir. It's a massive go there. tree in the middle of the forest. And you you remember that when you were walking up to Dead Spokes, there was one tree in particular. Um, had a slight bit of leaves still on it, but it, it noticeably stuck up from all the rest of the trees. But it was pretty far away. We have to go there. We we can't we can't let him go up there all alone. You sound like him. One track mind and no regard for your own safety. How can I be thinking about myself right now? My brothers could possibly be in danger. Sounds like he's already got a big head start on us. You know how long it would take us to catch up with him? in this area with these many people that are you know all the enemies and behind everything it would be months Moria I mean this is finding my brother is like if you wanting to get back in good standing with Bahamut that, that's how important this is to me we, we must go for him I understand little one and I, and I feel your pain and your anxiety but you must think this through Think what about think? what it's going to take. Okay. You have to stop and think. Oh, look back to Boothok? Booth, Boothok, yep. Boothok. You speak. Boothok, <laughs> You speak of your, your great magic. Is there any way you could help us? I can't make you go any faster than where you are, and I would never help anyone willingly go to the heart tree. It is a dangerous place. He sits down, and he leans back on a, on a little stump that's there, and he pulls out a pipe, and you see him pack out the pipe, and he starts smoking a pipe, and the sweet aroma from Whatever he's smoking kind of fills the area. Would you be able, at the very least, to guide us or give us protection? I can show you it's to the northeast, and he kind of points that direction. Well, you can't I get, I get a little bit frustrated with him. That, that doesn't help keep us safe. I staying away He's from telling the us not to go, which keeps him telling us or trying to be safe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's got nothing else. Deep in mind, he's been living here his life, whole life, and sturdier than most. To hesitate to enter the heart tree is something we should be keenly aware of. So, caution before we jump headlong 
and do something we can't pull ourselves out. I have to agree. Perhaps, you know, on our own quests, we can head that away and hopefully maybe find him as we go. Oh, I, you have me mistaken. I'm, I have a feeling that this is exactly where we need to go. This appears to be at, if not the source, but the center of this corruption. And we might find what we're looking for. You will like, I mean, you know, I would do anything to help you all uh, along with your journeys. Mm. This is my brother. We need, we have to go help him. He could, he could be getting into danger. Boothak. How many days journey to the heart of the tree? Mm, not days, hours, but you should not go. I realize that and I, and I understand your reasoning. I was just curious. Have you ever been there? This head kind of turns down toward you. Yes, I have been there. The stink of sulfur still burns my nose. The creatures there, none natural, not these that walk out here. Something evil beats there. So... How many days would it take us to go if we were to start walking? Thuck says no days. No days? Oh, I apologize. Mm. But do not go. I don't think the number of days matters. I mean, we we just go. Just go as fast as we can and and keep an eye out and just fight anything off that gets in our way. That's easier said than done, Zormir. Oh, I know how good of a fighter you are, Grayson. All of us together, we can battle off anything in this forest. Nothing has stopped us yet. Well, except a 30-foot tongue just about whipped us. Boothak, is there anything that you can do for us? We feel that we must journey um, this is, I believe, where our path is leading us. And I know you trying to persuade us from going, but uh, as, as a group, I think this is where our destiny lies. Is there anything that you can do to help protect us on our way? Um, if you need your wounds closed, I can help with that. I definitely can. I got beat pretty bad by those two hulking zombies. Yes, I have. I have a few wounds myself. He as well. And he walks over to each of you, and you, you. He touches your skin, and immediately these little mushrooms start popping up on your skin. Bloop, 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 bloop. 
and they they kind of move back and forth and at first they hurt and then you see them kind of like sink into your skin and then all your your wounds just close as they fade from your arm that helps that is amazing it is disturbing but maybe for you I wish I could heal like that. Did you say a number? Uh, just max. Are you sure you can't come with us, Buthak? We could, we could use your healing powers. No. No. The heart tree is sad and dangerous. What are the dangers of this heart tree? What should we be warned of? His face grows dark and blank and he gets very close to you and he just looks at you straight in the eyes for a few seconds as you focus in and he says death I assume you're talking about demons with sulfur smells. All sorts of evils. Step back and look a little spooked around of the group. What? Enough scary talk. Eat. Eat. And he starts eating his bowl of soup that he's had cooking over the fire. How, how did how did my brother look? Did he look healthy? He was thin, kind of gaunt, but Boothok feeds him well. Thank you. Thank you for the hospitality. Did he have any did he have any weapons to defend himself going into the forest? He no weapons to speak of that I could see. He had some some daggers. If I know him, hopefully he had some daggers hidden up his sleeves. If he had daggers, he didn't show them to Boothak. You are so friendly. I don't imagine he would brandish a weapon at you. Time of day is it? Night. <laughs> you guys, you guys are traveling at night. Right. I, d- I just wanted to make sure we were. It was still nighttime. Yep. Is it uh, is it okay if we rest here till in the morning? Uthok would I'm be happy still... for you to stay. Hmm. Hmm. We just rested, not more than a few hours ago. I was going to say, we shouldn't be resting right now. Because I didn't know we wanted to walk around in the middle of the night. That was the whole point of swapping up our sleep schedule. Mm. See the bags under my eyes? That's right. That's from Grayson's idea. This is Grayson all over it. And he pointed his eyes. 
Oh, that's why I'm so tired and I can't think straight. Well, then I guess we should be getting along if we've gotten something to eat. Time is wasting if we're gonna go. Yes, yes, I'm. Let's let's go. We can't waste time. Can't be sleeping. We must gain up ground. Zormir, you did listen and hear him say he left three weeks ago. I said two weeks ago. He's, he's he's moved slowly. We we can move fast. There is no moving fast in this mess. Yeah, especially you, little one. Surely there must you be. You want to call attention to every creature that is out there? We'll just have to summon our bravest fighting and kill with the most efficiency that we have ever killed with. I don't get that from you. You <laughs> tend to run. <laughs> well, there's different stakes on the line, Grayson. Oh. So when it's something you want... It's not something I want. This is my brother. It's my family. Yeah. Do you not believe me? You're reckless. If it runs in the family, your brother's probably already dead. There's no, there's no way. I would, I would have a feeling if he was dead. He, he has to still be alive. Grayson, is this part of our plan to go this way? I mean, you guys we're not gonna be able to travel, travel fast. You guys hired me. This isn't what we were looking for. And I'm willing to help while I'm in here. They're paying me to help you. But I'm not going to do anything stupid. And I'm not going to get myself killed for you. I told Zormir that before we left town. Blaylock, what is your opinion? As I said earlier... The heart tree appears to be the focal point, and what we seek may be there. Hmm. Um, Maybe asking this person who has lived here their whole lives if he's heard anything about that? Oh. I care not to tell the world what we're looking for. However, there is merit. Ooh, Yes. We are looking for a shard of a sword of a mat- particular magical nature. You look for the edge? Mm, yes. Boothok, mm, remember all about the edge. I'll look at Grayson, and I'll just shake my head. Tell us, Boothok. The edge was shattered. It's not a legend. It's yes. real. Yes, this, this we know. 
we hunt, are hunting the fragments to keep them out of ill hands. Uthok has seen a fragment. You're in the forest? Once guarded in the heart tree of the elven oh. city Vinathamir. With the sh- sword was shattered, it was entrusted to the people of the land. The elves, they took one. The dwarves of Breckensfjord took one. The king took one. Mm. Some were lost in travel. Some were hidden in deep places. Mm. Deep places. Did, did Albron mention anything of the sword? Something about needing to find it to encourage others to help him find his brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder how he found out about the sword. We, we're, yeah, we're after the same thing. He may be under the same influence that is trying to persuade me to give him the shards. Caution, Zoramir. It's been years since you've seen him. Oh, I didn't tell you how long it's been since I've seen him. You said you were separated at a young age. So unless a young age is last year. Fair, fair. Well, I think we're after we're 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 after the sword shards too. Clearly, he's going in the same direction. I think we only have one path to go. Seems that our path has been chosen. Mm. Caution. I am with Boothok. This is too fortuitous that we stumble on the shard and your brother in the same location. Mm. Well, I, from everything he said, it it sounds like my brother. I have no reason to not believe him. Mm. Why would he lie about this? He he already knew his name. Not everybody is forthcoming. Obviously. And he said your brother had no weapons. Well. He may not have known exactly what he was getting himself into. Well, that being said, I think we should make haste towards the heart tree. I agree. Grayson, can you lead us there? No. I've never been there. I told you, I've never gone that far into the woods. I will go with you, but I can't lead you there. Well, we know the direction we must go. We can travel as a pack. Yeah, 
I don't recall seeing a path. Did you see a path? That's kind of a path, but we can forge our own path. We have a direction. We saw something large and ominous on our way here. Boothock has provided us a general direction. From everything I've said and from what we saw on our way in, I don't think this tree is going to be easy to miss. Yes, but it's going to be super dangerous. We must be very diligent about what we are going to do. And the way we go. I agree. We must take the utmost caution and be absolutely on the most alert that we can be. So that means you're taking point, right? I will take points. You're the stealthiest. Boothuck. Yes? You have much wisdom and knowledge at your disposal. Why not join us for a bit of time? Not to go into the heart tree, but at least for a little company as we journey. Well, I appreciate the conversations. I have parts of the forest that must be cared for. Fair enough. Thank you, Boothlack. Only we could make it up to you. The conversation... Is payment enough? Maybe we'll see you soon. Any time. Imagine you must get lonely in this forest, living by yourself. And he he reaches into a pouch and pulls out um, a stone that's been carved out in the shape of an arrow uh, like an arrowhead basically and he kind of puts it under his hands and whispers into it and holds it out in his hand for one of you to take might go over to it take it if you ever need to find Boothok again place near a tree and it will point to where you will find me. Is this only one time use or can I please Whenever you need to know where Boothok is. Will you come to us if we use this? No. Especially if you're headed to the heart tree. Understood. Thank you for this. There's more to you than meets the eye, Boothuck. <laughs> when you get old like Boothuck, you will understand. Maybe I will be half as wise as you are, and I will be happier for it. 
Yes. So what deity do you follow, Boothtop? The Earth Mother, of course. Very good. I have recently stumbled upon a new deity that I'm very pleased with, and I just wanted to share my joy. His name is Ishtab. He kind of looks up into the air a little bit, and you can see him, like, kind of calculating out things. Boothog not uh, familiar with Ishtab. I am his first disciple. Oh. I am his first one, and I am just here to spread spread the good things about his name and what he has done for me. And I just thought I would share that with you. And what good things has this Ishtab done for you? He's restored my powers. I was without my powers for a short while. And he offered me my powers back in return for just telling people about him. No strings attached. And that is my that is my calling now is just to let people know what he's done. And I turn my eyes and I kind of look at Grayson with, as he's murmuring under his breath. <laughs> I think I didn't hear that. Uh, go ahead anyway. and, and roll a, uh, a persuasion check with uh, disadvantage. Eleven. Okay. Uh, Boothok just has a curious eyebrow, and he just looks at you and nods, and, and then turns back to the rest of the group. Well, I'm about the purple pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know he is of uh, probably. I know you do not know him, and he is of no interest because of your age and your wisdom. But I, as also a healer, I needed help, and he was there in my darkest days to help me. And he is flamboyant. He likes purple pants for some reason. He's just staring at you with a puzzled look yes he is different than earth mother he is very outgoing being his first disciple I shall see what happens I have nothing to lose per se I'm gonna walk over and put my hand on Deboria's shoulder look at him and then look over to uh, Uthak and we go to the forest Yes, little one. I have done what I needed to do. Okay. So, I bid you farewell. Thank you for your healings and your wisdom and your guidance. But we must be going. Happy for you to visit here, 
Be so. safe, adventurers. <laughs> Thank you kindly, and Thank hope to see time. you again soon. And I'll walk towards the door. Kind of. Is he still coming with us? Who? No. Ruth he is not. No. No, okay. okay. I kind of bow to him um, with the, the little. What did you say? It was like a rock or a compass? It's a, like an arrowhead. 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 Um, thank you for this. Uh, hopefully, we do not find ourselves in such a dire situation that we are desperate for. For immediate assistance, but we hope to see you again. I'll walk out. I hope to see you again, too. We can chat of your homeland. I would love to hear of your homeland. I would love if you would like to sit down and talk for a while about my homeland and family. Please sit here. I'm, I'm gonna start making steps to go sit, and then. Boylock, Boylock. <sighs> we must. Boylock. Albron is out there. He is probably. You're burning. Me. You're burning night time. Another time, Boothock. Another time, friend. I'm gonna make my way to the door. Have looking back, anxious. To get going into the forest and hoping that everybody is is following along. Yes, let's go. So you all step out into the night and begin journeying through the forest. Who's leading the group? I'm leading. Naturally. Okay. Go ahead and roll a survival. Okay. Nine. Nine. Okay. So, you uh, walk for a few hours. Grayson, uh, you're keeping your eyes out. Um, just looking for stuff, listening for sounds. Um, it, it makes you uncomfortable being with this group in this situation, going deeper. Uh, inside, you almost feel like I'd probably be safer by myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, that hurts my feelings. It's how Grayson <laughs> operates. <laughs> um, <laughs> You walk for a few hours and you generally maintain a northeast heading uh, in the small breaks of the of the deadening trees. Of course, it's nighttime. It, it's hard to see to head towards anything bigger in the distance that you'd be able to see. Um, there are a chance that you catch some moonlight that gets shrouded behind a, a larger tree and you just kind of keep that bearing as best as you can but for a few hours you travel that direction uh you hear all sorts of sounds howls and growls and uh things but nothing seems to uh are, are you guys using torches or walking I, it I, 
my go- my good. goggles are five feet vision. <laughs> well, I can't see in the dark, so I'm lighting one up. Okay. Yeah, I'll fashion a torch out of a branch. Okay, so you make some torches. You guys have torches. It's in your dungeoneer packs and all that oh, stuff. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So you light Door them up. Mirror. Yes, Blaylock. Put that arrowhead on a tree. Already? Yes. Okay. Lying to us? Well, I'll walk over to a tree, take out the arrowhead, and gently brush off a little clearing next to the tree and place the arrowhead down. Okay. Now, remember that he said northeast, so we need to go opposite where that's pointing. That's brilliant thinking. And you um, you see it kind of turn and it, it starts spinning a bit, almost clearing the, the debris and dirt around there. And then it points to the southwest. Keep that bearing. Right. Look up. Are there any stars in the sky? Uh, there's some that you can see, yeah. I'm going to look up and try and find a star or something that stands out to me or a cluster and Try and use that as guidance. Okay. So you continue following it. Um, Eventually, you notice the trees. Of course, the the sun in the distance is going to start just barely coming up. You notice it's not as dark as it once was. and it starts coming up and you see the trees thin out until they eventually open up into uh, a small circular clearing. As you're looking in the area, uh, it looks like the trees were cleared out many years ago. Uh, This is not a, a new site that has been set up. And right in the center of the clearing is a raised stone pedestal. Sitting on top of the pedestal is a sphere, and it has a symbol of a dagger over top of a leaf. And weeds and vines kind of surround this pedestal and climb up the side and wrap around its intricately carved base. Um, as And the light from morning kind of starts shining it, on it a bit. I'm going to stop dead in my tracks. Look around, everybody. I'm just flustered and shaken. I can barely get a word out. Uh, no, nobody get close to that thing. The, the, this, this is what turned my life on its head. I used, oh, used to, used to have a quiet and simple life. The, the, one, one day, I, I came into the forest with my, my brother and. We touched it. looked just like this. We touched it. We, just, we were torn apart. Torn from my family. Torn from my brother. Torn from all of my life that I had known. I, I swear it was this. It looks exactly like it. I don't know. I, oh, you touched it and you ended up here? 
Well, I, I, this is this is where I the, the place that I had touched it. It looked like this. I didn't end up here. I, I, I don't even remember now where I ended up. I was it's like almost like I was teleported. Grayson uh, and detect magic. Okay, um, it doesn't glow at all. Uh, but Grayson and Namoria, I need you to make a religion check. Uh, not twenty. Okay. Wow. First one I've rolled in probably four weeks, <laughs> and it has to be on a religion check. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Give me one second here. Grace and I get the same message? Who knows? Okay. I think I see why you don't want to touch this. Um, after examining it, it looks like it's... This is some elven, elven magic. Um, you recognize this? I, I, I think I do. I, I, I think it's, it, it just kind of looks, it just feels familiar. Like it's a, a trickster. Of... I'm not what? sensing magic from this item. This is, there's, there's no magic coming from this. But I just, I recognize it. it, it it's, it's the elven god of mischief. Don't touch it, whatever you do. Do you know any history of this thing? Do you know why why it would have torn my life into pieces? You touched something you shouldn't have touched. That's what mischiefs are all about. They tricksters, they they make it look like it's something that it's not. And bad things happen when you don't know what you're doing. I, I don't know much. I'm sorry. I, I wish I knew more, but um, basically what I know is just what I have heard in the past. And uh, don't, none of us need to touch this. Don't touch it. No. Nobody touch this thing. It's evil. I look frenzy. But what is it doing here? Well, this isn't perhaps... corrupt. This isn't the forest that I, I wandered into as a child. This may not be the only one. Remember, the elves were many before we were here. So this is definitely not the only only one out there. Perhaps the one that you touched brought him here. Maybe, maybe there's a bunch of of portals scattered across the lands? Could that be? That is 
a great possibility. I, I believe that is to be true. I just say we continue on. Just kind of earmark this in your mind where it's at on our trail. We may have to come back and use it or, or learn more of it in the past, but in the future, we need to know where this is at. My eyes are going to kind of glaze over. I'm just going to stop listening and kind of start walking forward towards the pedestal um, and then go behind it and, and my eye catches something in the mud. I'm going to lean down. I'm not going to touch it yet, but I'm going to lean down and investigate and take a peek at not to go anywhere near that thing. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of like try to run over and grab him because I don't know what he's doing. I'm gonna slip out of his grasp and just one, one, wait one second. Stop! What are you trying to do? I, this this might be something for my brother. But do what you not I, listen? This this looks like the dagger my brother used to carry. Do you see it in the ground here? Don't don't touch don't touch anything. But do you see this? Yes, I see it. You see two daggers stuck in some hardened mud. They they look like they've been there for some time. Sometime like weeks or years. Some time. Okay. As you can see, the polishes wore off of these. This could have been here for quite some time. Your brother may not even be in this area. He may have touched this one. Oh, and he may be somewhere I else. I, if, if he saw this, I don't think he would touch it. He knows what happened, too. He has to. There's no way he would be fool enough to touch, foolish enough to touch this. But if he left someplace last time, maybe he's trying to get back. So he might think this is a doorway to where he needs to go. Keep that in mind. As we're running, driving down through here, we need to make sure. We keep discussing this and maybe this is what's going on. Well, well, we either all touch it or we nobody touches it and we move on. Well, since we were told that the shard that you're looking for is something to do with the big tree he didn't want us to go see in the first place. I'm pretty sure touching this is not It's not part of what we need to do. Does Nemoria, you said you, you picked up on some something from the from the pedestal. Do the, these daggers, does this does this look like a trick? Again, use the word trickster. A lot of things can happen to make you think that is what it may not really be. Clearly, I'm leaning down by these daggers and I'm just internally fighting whether or not I'm very tempted to pick up these daggers because they're my brothers. I want to I want to pick them up and have that connection again with them. But, but. I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and say, listen, I've never purposely steered you wrong. I've always tried to look out for you. The for all, let's not just leave them. Do I see the daggers put off any magic? Nope. I'm not getting any any magic off the daggers either. So, well, I trust I trust your judgment, Grayson. So, 
if you don't feel any magic, then they may be inert. I'm hesitant to tell you, but maybe if you want to try to pick one up, I'll tell you what I'll do. Listen, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll hold on to you. So if something happens to you, it happens to me too. Experiments are never fulfilled if nobody does anything. I'm going to take Loyal out. <clears throat> I'm going to have him fly over there and pick up the dagger. Nice. Okay. Um, it's Loyal. So give me a strength check. Yes. <laughs> What's your strength, little buddy? <laughs> Five. Negative three. <laughs> I think so. He's still in six pieces. He is not. You, uh, uh, Nomoria has been working on him. <laughs> Negative three. No, I'm just throwing a number out there. <laughs> was right. Was he I? Was. <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> okay. You, so, <laughs> flies over, lands on the, the bottom of one, and you can see it kind of do its best to wrap its appendages around the dagger and just it's it's just the wings are really just giving it a go and eventually you see the, it starts shaking back and forth and the dagger pops out just out of out of the soil the uh, any reaction from the altar nope i'm going to i'm going to come over there and grab the dagger okay all three of you going for the fucking daggers. Hmm. Snooze, you lose. Now nah, well, <laughs> one dagger. I'm gonna put it in my backpack. Okay. You just stole the dagger. Did Can you, you identify did... that? And maybe tell us whose that might have been. There's no magic coming off. Are you guys not listening to me at all? <laughs> uh, some sometimes the dagger is a dagger, and an altar is just an altar. And then I'll put my hand on it and lean on it. Nothing happens. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just like full highlight face looking at play like. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Mike's gonna, I'm gonna kill all I'm, I'm gonna start trimming my nails on the tr on the uh, uh, on the altar with the dagger. Pass out. Just just <laughs> cleaning them out. Just wipe a little bit of the schmutz on the altar. Well, I see that this is going to be okay Dang. to touch. The sun. The sun has now kind of risen up over over the edge and you can see it peeking through the mists and the fogs that kind of permanently hang in in the forest uh there's no need for torches now oh my goodness <laughs> that is gonna be the death of me we're just trying to be super cautious like you keep trying to teach us so just like obviously Oh, man, I suggest we continue on. Yes, let's go. This is embarrassing enough. Okay. 
Can I can I have the dagger, Blaylock? Pick up the other one. Let's go. There are other daggers. Do you, um, do, do you want this one? Can the would they both look like Elrond's daggers? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they have a unique look to them that reminds me of, or reminds me, reminds you of your homeland. Uh, I'm gonna lean down to the second one and kind of like touch it, almost like I think it's almost like it's hot, just to make. Okay, so you kind of reach it. out and you you tap it on top and kind of back up, and then tap it again, and <laughs> both times nothing happens. And I'm gonna mm. reach down and firmly grasp it and pull it out. Firmly grasp it. Um, <laughs> okay, you pull it out. Nothing happens. I'm going to sling the mud off of it and just kind of stare at it in wonderment for a second. Just memories rushing back to me of my homeland and of my brother. I'm going to wipe it off a little bit on my my shirt or my pants. I'm gonna use mine to tighten a screw on lo- on loyal, and then uh, that is not a screwdriver, Blaylock. I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it to him. Um, uh, handle first. Okay, you, you see Blaylock kind of tighten some things real, and he kind of looks at you with a sly smile and flips it up in the air, and grabs it by the blade, and hands it over to you. I snatch it out of his hand and look very seriously at him. Is this a joke to you, Blaylock? Oh, your brother is not a joke. Your inspection of this inanimate object is quite funny, though. You don't understand what I went through when I first touched exactly what looked like this. No, I don't. Appreciate a little bit of respect. Hmm. Respect? You haven't shown respect since I met you. (laughs) So. Did I not argue for your company and for your pay, Grayson? Mm, no, not really. Mm, I think that's all the beer stock in there. So I, I have to use these daggers to suggest we continue the forest. Not me. I think we were sharing in the ale that night. Are we really going to have this argument? No. no. Let's start walking. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, this would be your normal time to, to rest and stuff. Are you pushing through? Since it is daylight, you travel. You're... I do not want to sleep next to this statue. Okay. Me either. So we walk walk at least another thirty minutes to get into a different clearing. Okay. Um, whoever's leading, give me another survival check. All right, I will continue leading. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. So you move on for you said about an hour or so. Or 35, 45 uh, minutes like, or so? Yes. Okay. Uh, in the distance, now that the sun has come up, uh, you can see the top of a very large tree. Uh, several of them kind of together, uh, but there's one significantly large one in the center. It's it's in the distance. It's going to take you some time to get to, for sure, but uh, so it's not like you're right beside it. Uh, this will be a good place to... Put the tent. I suggest so no you one watch. We don't need much watch, but you can listen. Remember, nobody can see us. 
in the tent. Yes, but these things can still swarm. If they bump into something, they don't see it. Just saying. Experimentalize. I, I agree. I agree. So. Alright, so I'll go ahead and uh, put up the tent. This time it's going to be it's going to be lavish. It's going to be bamboo with some tiki torches all around. And we're going to have nice cushiony mats to lay on and a pile of food in the middle for us to eat on. Okay. No food, but the the rest of it, yeah. Didn't uh, say it was real. It's just fake. <laughs> so you just garnish <laughs> And you walk inside, and it's beautiful, well done inside. It's very, very garish inside. Uh, who's keeping watch? Uh, I'll take first watch. I'll watch with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'll take second watch. All right. So... Nemoria, as you drift off to sleep, you you find it hard to to rest peacefully here. Um, You're very uncomfortable with all of this. in In all your training and all your time, you were always aware of these really dark places of the world, Uh, but you you never thought that you would be this close to such evil uh, and you almost feel it in your bones as you get closer to this tree and it's it's unsettling to you um, Blaylock you slowly drift into a restful sleep um uh, can't cozy up with the altar or is that too far away that's pretty far away i mean if you want to go do that no no i'm good and you're to yourself you're satisfied and just happy to be out of the water still um Mm. you just don't like the water but as your as your eyes close your mind races through everything that's occurred while you've been with these friends these new people that your new family the good and the bad swirl together in an endless sea of memories as a smile just passes on your face and all these memories start shooting past you in rapid succession, uh, just blasting uh, toward you like raw energy. And your mind cries out in pain as you watch the death of Grovile in the pit of lava and Images rush by again as you see Elder Mad-Eye smiling at you, setting a paw on your arm, all fresh like they're happening right in front of you. They, the images twist and spin into a village of halflings mercilessly being slaughtered by giant spiders and other creatures. As your mind cries out in pain for begging for relief from these horrific thoughts, you shout out and Zormir and Grayson, you hear Blaylock sh- just shout out. Uh, the images cease and you hear your heartbeat in the silence as the images start fading into tones of gray 
tower again rising in the distance. It pauses as if time has stopped. Voice crackles in your mind. You've had some adventures, haven't you? The sound of your mother's voice is like sweet peace among this storm. Mother, I have... How fare you? Are you well? <laughs> I am good, my sweet child. Mm. You haven't forgotten me, have you? We're... I am coming, mother. I will save you. Remember? Don't forget what you need to do. Can you tell mm. me? I will gather the shards and I will bring them to free you. I'll always be with you. Hmm. I will see you soon. And the images flicker and pass and immediately your eyes slam open hmm. and you're looking at Zormir and uh, Grayson Zormir and Grayson go ahead and give me perception checks or one of you roll with advantage uh, eighteen for Grayson okay you hear things you hear the wind uh whipping by uh hear some howls off in the in the distance but nothing that unsettles you and as you both just kind of look at each other <laughs> while you're watching uh you hear blaylock cry out mm. Mm, mother mm. I'm coming. Does he wake me up? Uh, no. It's not loud enough for that. I'll, I'll, I'll sit up and then I'll go to uh, those that are at watch. And Turn around and see him coming up. You okay there, Blaylock? Is it my watch? It is. It is time for... You having some bad dreams there? The, the urge <clears throat> to collect these shards is growing. Are you, are you seeing your mother? I... Mm, we don't I know can. if it's his mother or not. Then you shout out, mother. She... No, no, that's, I'm sorry, that's Grayson. Oh. She spoke to me. And this, I am very concerned about what will happen once we collect the shards. So you have family matters tied with these shards as well now? I have for a while, and it is most distressing. My mother is captured. 
but there is an ultimatum to bring the shards to the tower and my mother will be free it is only through visions that I hear her and this only started occurring once that creature took over my mind creature I can't tell if this is a residual effect of that mind control if I've had dreams too except about my brother they've oh they've been scary dreams he's mm. been does your brother want the sword as well he he never spoke of the sword that I know of we we come from a humble beginning not greedy folk we just like to sing and eat good food and just be happy I don't know unless something about touching that podium that stone back all that time ago could have changed something about him I know it definitely changed something about me I watch you, Zoramir, and Grayson, if you're still with us, to be very, just be very careful. Now, the pressure to return those shards is strong from the vision but it will abate, but I cannot say for how long this, I may not be trusted once we collect all of them. Thank you for being so open with us, Blaylock. I don't trust my intent. <laughs> I want my mother free, but it's too convenient speaking to me like this that's why I said I just don't understand I would like to hope that my family is alive and fighting whatever's in that tower and I have to look at it logically they've been gone for too long they could be together either fighting or captive there is hope Hope is too real. Mm. That's very pessimistic of you, Grayson. Mm. Well, fighting what I fight, doing what my family's done, usually doesn't turn out well, dealing with these kinds of creatures. Mm. Mm. Do you know of the Magistrate? down in in Cape's Vassal I can't say that I have heard hmm. 
I came in here through Cape's vessel. I went to a castle. Verminia. I know the place. I was there for a short period of time before I started taking up small jobs killing the creatures in this forest. Mm. So, no, I do not personally know the magistrate. Mm. He is another force at play who seeks the shards. Seems like there's an awful lot of people that want their hands on that sword. Mm. He did assist us and was able to exterminate a lich, if you are familiar with such beings. He exterminated a lich, magistrate of a small town. Mm. He is quite powerful. Factory! The phylactery. <laughs> he was able to destroy the phylactery. Was it him? <laughs> Someone else. Did we hear a voice coming from the yes. guys? The DM, can you refresh my memory? Yeah, yeah. Job. So, so that that was a very long time ago, before notes were really being taken. So there was there was a phylactery, and it, I thought it got destroyed. Right, so it was um, it, it was a, another guy that worked for him. Um, it's like fat wizard guy who had a phylactery. No, he, he it was Elornan Desmond. He was a tiefling. Um, he kept a an illusion of old crazy eye. He was the old guy, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and he is the one. Uh, he had a cat named Jazzy. And yep, he was the yep, one that yep. destroyed the phylactery in Portsmouth. The tiefling did. The tiefling did. Yeah. He works right, for the magistrate. Hmm. Sorry. A little bit of lore drop. Nope. Oh, it's been a while. And Mike hurriedly writes notes. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> he has very powerful uh, friends who destroyed the phylactery for him. He also seeks these shards, sent us on our mission, which ultimately led us to you. Why did he say he wanted this sword? To keep it from the hands of the warlock seeking it, who we now know as Broman Karth. Way too many people interested in this. Hmm. What do you expect? It's a all-powerful sword scattered across the massive land. Hmm. It's hidden from people intentionally. It's, it has pulled many people to try and find it. All of us scattered from around the world to here to find it. Interesting. Well, I don't have much interest in the shards for my personal use. I just want to, well, I should say I hope to find my brother. Also, on the 
look out for these shards that we may be reunited. I will give it to you, Zoramir. You have been a trusted friend and ally thus far. For no other reason than for some gill and a few escapes from death, narrowly. So, I will certainly help you find your brother. Appreciate it. You have been a fine companion, explorer, and fighter alongside with us. And transportation. Don't forget about transportation. Great negotiator. uh, Negotiator of transportation. Mm -hmm. You should opening, you should start marketing once you are done traveling with us. I was speaking of the rides you would take on my shoulder. Oh, yes. You are a great seat, Blaylock. <clears throat> oh, I was referring to your naming skills of certain oh. stables. Yes, yes. Mucking good stables. Don't forget. Now, but... everybody that rides along that road will see mucking good stables abandoned on the side of the road. It's not on the side of the road. It's too far back. They couldn't see it. Oh, Grayson. Shatter <laughs> <of> dreams. <laughs> that you were poor pretty far off the boy, road. That poor stable boy will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. If, if, if you, and you already have shown me that you're going to, Help me along in this this journey. I know we're all in this together, but to help hopefully save my brother, I will do what is in my power to bring these shards and barter with whoever has captured your mother and, and get her safe release. Thank you. Why don't you two get some rest? I go and take Memoria. <laughs> okay, what? Memoria, you just feel a, a thud. <laughs> what? What? Take Why are one. you kicking me? Get up there. Come keep me company, Memoria. Oh. Let me pull on your beard a while. Fine, fine. I can do that. Just don't pull on my beard, but I can sit with you. Mm. So, yep, I'll get up and go and... Uh, go outside and sit up against a rock. What do you plan to do for this Ishtab, Namoria? I saw you trying to very poorly convert a turtle. I I wasn't trying to convert a turtle. Um, Ishtab asked me to just promote him and tell mm. people about him. That's all. Oh. He didn't say I had to get followers. He just wanted me to tell everybody about him. Hmm. To spread his name. Hmm. That's that's all it's in in it for me. Hmm. So with that I'm just tell I knew he he's a healer and and so I'm just doing what uh Ishtab asked me to do. Seems practical. Not looking yeah. for converts, but just getting his name out there. Yes. 
and that's you know if that's I, I'm I'm already beginning to uh, like what I see and feel. I mean, I don't I don't feel like I have to walk on eggshells if I offend somebody and and Bahamut doesn't like it and you know and then takes things away from me. Mm. Mishtab is you know when he was talking to me he was upbeat and um, just told me not to do anything really stupid. So I'm like. I can I can go with that. So it's it's been nice. I'm I feel whole. I mean I mean I was down in the dumps. I was sour and trying to start fights with people because I just I was mad and angry because I lost my powers. Now I'm like happy and full of joy and want to talk a lot and you know do whatever the group wants to do. I just want to go with it. you know I because I feel like I can actually. You know, participate. You know, yes, I have a mace. Doesn't hit very hard. I'm not proficient at it, but at least now that with my powers back, I can hopefully heal you guys and uh, not let anybody die. Mm, your abilities, mm, serving whichever god you choose, are certainly uh, beyond measure that I've ever seen. Although. Uthak was that was quite impressive. I'm I'm very good at what I do, but Uthak was mm. so far above my my level mm. that I would love to sit and talk with him and learn. Mm. He would be somebody who would be awesome to be able to uh, pick his brain per se to see what he can and cannot do. Hmm. There's a lot of wisdom there. He's the master of fungi. Yes, that did hurt when he put the, the mushrooms on, but I wasn't going to say anything. But it was uh, it was an amazing, amazing spell, nonetheless. Well, it was very interesting. I've never seen fungus move in such a fashion. <sighs> that makes two of us. Hmm. Hmm. So at least he. His spellcraft is earth in nature. Very interesting. Yes, I, I. That's one of the reasons why I'd like to sit with him and just see what kind of, you know, the earth and how it works and the ins and the outs. Hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't meet him again. He is I, I think quite powerful. Yes. I mean, he would have to be to live out here in the middle of this godforsaken area all by himself. Mm. And how so, casually he extinguished those undead. It was quite the, quite, quite eye-opening mm. to see the kind of power that he has. Mm. So... You see anything out there? I do not. I I can see for a little ways, and I see nothing. Mm. But I rely mainly on my other senses, since I can see in the dark. Yeah, but I've had just I, I have very uncomfortable feelings here. Um, there's a lot of evil here, lots and lots of evil. I can just feel it, and I'm 
scared, scared of what we may run into. And we got to really be very careful of what we're going to do from here on out. I think there may be some things that are beyond our beyond our capabilities of killing or defending ourselves. I would hope not. Prefer not to be other under the thumb of a deity more so than we probably are now. Fickle things, those deities. Yes, yes, they are. We we've learned firsthand what what happens when you when you don't do what they ask. So, mm. but I could just I'm just very uncomfortable with where we're at, and so I'll just apologize now if if I am uh, very shortcoming in the next few days. Well, there is certainly merit to these deities. Zoramir is alive because of one. Yes, yes. Which comes to my... Which, you know, just makes me think now is... We need to, next time we are in town, we have to find... I, I, I have to find a diamond. Um, that spell... That, that, that spell that I used on him requires a diamond. And I do not have one anymore. You and me both. Now pull out my staff, and then I'll, I'll tap it. You and that shitty grin. I'm I'm wait I'm waiting. Uh, Give me a second. I have to get there. (laughs) You got to get the intro, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Hello, I am the Honorable Master Artificer Leo from Monacon Von Gear Monacon the Third. You may refer to me as Leo. Ah, Leo. Mm, I present to you my co-patriot here, Namoria. And I'll point. So I can see Leo. Nope. (laughs) I was gonna say I can't. I was like, yeah. And and who who are you talking to, Blaylock? Leo. Yes. Who's, who's and Leo? Can you get the attention of Namoria? He kind of the image flickers a bit, and you see his head turn toward Namoria, and you just see him like point a thumb at him and huh. look at you. Yes, yes, that Namoria. And he goes, Rah! and the image flickers and fades. Uh, and I'll. I'll bang it a little bit to try and get it. Why? Why are you? Hello, I am the Honorable Master Artificer Leo oh. from Nanakon Von Gear oh, Mechanon the Third. You may Leo, prefer to me as Leo. Stop. And I'll, I'm gonna just cup the top of it and just, just try and smash him back down into the. Just uh, what? 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 What is the matter? Um, why do you keep beating on this thing? It's, it's complicated, but I too need a diamond. Hmm. This is quite the impressive stick you found. Yes. In that, I, we do. We know it shoots fireballs. Hmm. It flares. It, it does indeed. Have you been able to see what else it does, or no. have you had time? It needs to be repaired. It seems to be 
have sustained some sort of damage. Do you need any particular diamond, or just any diamond would work? A low-cost diamond. Maybe a hundred gold in value. Yeah. That's a uh, third cheaper than what mine is. I my, Mine's 300 gold. Hmm. No easy thing, that recovering from death. So mm. let's try not to flirt with death too often. <laughs> yes. Yes. If I could get our if I could get our little halfling to, you know, help us out a little bit more on getting some gold, I mean that is what he's good at doing. Mm. His mouth we, he's his mouth seems to run pretty well too. We we could also try to not let him succumb to death's grasp as often and then I'll yeah. kind of give her give her a little nudge yeah <laughs> yeah we uh we don't need that those bracers he's got are pretty nice so they they are very handy well, maybe when bracers. we get to town we'll we'll have to get you a I think we really need to get you a diamond first because hmm. that stick seems to be much better than that gun of yours. That gun's just fine. Here, let me show you. No, no, please, uh-huh. please. Just, just, no, no. No, people don't know we're here right now, and we don't want to let people know we're here. Are you sure? I am absolute positive. Please. I've become quite the marksman. Uh, we're just here to watch. Hmm. Well, then... Let's watch. You're good company, Nemoria. Yeah. I try to be the team player, mm. but sometimes we all butt heads. Mm. I like that Grayson. Mm-hmm. He means well. I know he does. I, I really do, and and I respect a lot of things that he says, but he's just he's overbearing, and he just likes to yell a lot. And I don't like yelling a lot. Mm. Right. Uh, one of you roll with advantage, or both of you roll perception checks. Ooh, I can do that with advantage. Perception, you said. Yep. One of you roll. You choose 22. before you roll. Uh oh, I can roll with advantage naturally. So. Oh. Okay. Uh, and that is a 20, not natural. Dirty, okay. A dirty 20. Um, oh, you, you hear things, but um, nothing too alarming as the day goes by and starts fading into night. Your watch is over and Grayson and Zormir start waking up. Oh, oh. I'm going to get up and go in there and kick him. Kick <laughs> Grayson. Oh, <laughs> you kicked the wrong one. You kicked the half. <laughs> I grabbed it. I grabbed her foot and trip her. <laughs> okay, it kind of sets you off balance a bit. And you fall against the sidewall uh, as the the hut just fades away. <laughs> good thing that is. Very good. Yes. Hmm. Gotta love the little hut. Keeps us safe. 
Next time I'll use it. You know the way. You you can see the big tree in the distance, uh, or you did earlier, and know that you're heading the as night is falling again. That's a good point. Same way we were headed before. This walking at night is difficult on the body. Yes, you gotta be careful. But your hooves, you, you're good. You have better traction than us. Grayson doesn't seem to be having a problem. He must drink himself to sleep, regardless of the time. <laughs> I don't need to drink to sleep. I drink whenever I want. <laughs> I've noticed. I'm still alive, aren't I? That, that is true. Well, knock until you try it. <laughs> Let's so, get on the moon. All right, Zoramir, you're leading the way? Yes. Give me a survival. Ooh, highest one yet, 18. Oh, okay. Do it. Okay, I guess I overstepped. I, I thought I was. Oh, sorry. Oh. No, that's fine. He rolled. I missed that. Did you say you wanted to? It's yeah. okay. I, I think we just didn't hear you, Mike. That's my bad. Um, all right. Uh, so you walk for a bit, uh, and then you start seeing these large trees in the distance they get bigger and bigger until you're closer to the base. And these are massive trees. Uh they have to be some of them a hundred foot around uh one giant one is the center and as you just kind of look up and all the best you can in the, in the evening with the torches going uh you see planks of wood and rope that connect from tree to tree uh high above your head well above your head uh and it seems that you've reached the ancient elven city uh, looking at the tree right in front of you, you see that these planks kind of spiral down the tree and stop right in front of you. Uh, a way to to climb in to, to see what's in these. Uh, as you stare in awe and wonder of this, you kind of hear like some squishing sound. And you raise your torch up and as it illuminates the base of the tree, you see this weird ball rolling down uh, the the spiral planks, uh, landing just in front of the, the massive tree with a giant a gelatinous cube. As in it is it sits there kind of like a half deflated ball. You see something poke up and then another as eye stalks pop up from it and it raises up and turns toward you mouth agape and drooping one of the eyes hanging out of the socket it turns toward you with a menacing growl roll initiative this doesn't sound like fun do I get to re-roll natural ones on initiative no 
I wouldn't think. No. Dang it. I have not seen anything like this before. There's a lot of evil here. I can feel it immensely. Um, that's a floating eyeball. Like this. I think we better hit it, hit it hard, get it out. It, just something, something's weird. Okay, now I can roll the dice. All right, Blaylock. Um, eleven. Okay, Zoramir. Six. Wow, Nemoria. Literally the twelve. Grayson. Thirty-two. Was it fifteen? Seventeen. Seventeen. Sorry. All right, Grayson, you're up. How far is it away from me? Uh, let's see. Forty-five feet. Okay. I'm going to cast protection from evil and good on myself. Okay. What does that do? Uh, if this thing is a apparition, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead, it gives uh, gets disadvantage on all attacks against me for uh, ten minutes. Okay. Is that your turn? And it's my turn. All right. The creature with mouth agape turns to, let's see. Oh, no. No. (laughs) It is Blaylock. (laughs) And Blaylock, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Eight. Okay. One of the eyes focuses in and your eyes lock in with it and just it starts swirling in red and black and deep inside of you. Uh, Gosh dang it. Uh, You fear this just dread inside as you become frightened of this creature uh, so you're now frightened and have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the creature's in line of sight and you cannot willingly move closer to it Nemoria, you're up I'm going to um, go and move right next to Blaylock and I am going to cast Toll of the Dead. You need to do wisdom. Get right there. Check. 
Uh, one more to him. That's to the as right, far as you right can next get. To him. Oh, is it? Yep. All right. Well, I'll take it. All right, uh, natural 19. Okay, and I'm miss. Okay. In the Laylock. Um, I would like to use fairy fire. Okay. That's uh, a dex saving throw. That's a 15. Okay, and he's a 16. This DC of 16, sorry. Okay, so an aura fades over uh, the creature. This and... is too much for me, and I'm going to take 10 steps back. Okay. Uh, and at the end of your turn, you can make another wisdom saving throw. Okay. 17. Okay. Um, seeing it more illuminated, you kind of shake your head and, and you're able to kind of focus and be like, all right, Blaylock, get yourself together and you're no longer Mm -hmm. frightened. Oof. Quite daunting. Zoramir, you're up. Alright, I am going to raise up my uh, embracers and shoot off my daggers. Okay. First one is a 25 to hit. Just hits. <laughs> okay, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> make sure, may, uh, remember, um, all attacks made on it are made with advantage. They are. Oh, okay. Good thing. Next one I rolled a four. Oh, and that one is also twenty-five. Okay. Hey. Then we have. Oh, you've got to be kidding me! I rolled two natural ones for damage. <laughs> um. So that's plus five. So six to so twelve points total. All right. That is it. All right. Grayson, you're up. I'm going to run up 35 feet. Left and whip. It's right there. Still about 20 feet. I got a 40 foot speed. Oh, I thought you said 35. Yeah. I want to be 10 feet away from him so I can hit him. Okay, so that would be 40 right there. It's just... uh, well, I thought you his, said he was 35 feet away from me. He was 50 some. So when I back. asked you, you said 45. <laughs> no, it was, you're, we're 45. So that's diagonal, though. 
That's that's not as the crow flies. <laughs> so thirty-five. Okay, no, that's fine. Well, hold on, hold on. His his image is off. Um, no, you're within range. The image is his box is different. The first attack was a twenty-six to hit. That does that big old hitbox. He does. It just doesn't. There, there All right. Graphics. So does this one take radiant damage? Uh, it would. And you do get advantage on the attack. Okay. 26 was still a better one. So that is... Good. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 21 damage for the first hit. Okay. Second attack. 27 to hit. Fifteen damage to hit. Then I will use my bonus action to take fifteen feet back with the boots. Okay. And that's my turn. All right, his turn. The last one to damage him. He's going to focus at you. And you need to make a constitution constitution saving throw. 23. Okay. So uh, a beam of pink light uh, emanates from one of the eyeballs and slams into you and you feel your muscles begin to tighten and you shake it off, kind of growl at uh, at this creature. Nemoria, you're up. Uh, I'm going to cast... Uh... Hmm... Cast Toll of the Dead. Okay. Need a wisdom throw. Natural 18. Of course. My dice are with me tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. And then as a bonus action, I am going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Uh, it's going to be... Hold on. Is Spiritual Weapon a spell? Uh, Yeah, a bonus action. Yeah, doesn't matter. You can't cast two spells a turn. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you could cast Spiritual Weapon and then go attack with your mace. Right. You can't cast two spells. Or you could do a spell and a cantrip and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, Toll of Dead was a cantrip. It was. My bad. So yeah, Spiritual Weapon. Okay. I was kind of confused there for a second, but that's okay. All right, so yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the, uh, uh, it's going to be this uh, six-foot gleaming sword with. It's going to be lit on fire. Not wonder. <laughs> <laughs> no, not today. It's a drippy sword. It's a trippy sword. Yeah. It's a water guy. It just leaks a little. <laughs> Oh, God is water. God. Okay. There we go. Going to put it right next to him. Uh, does it have a distance on it? Yeah, 60 range, 60 foot. Okay. 
All right. And um, then I go ahead and make a hit on him because it automatically hits once I bring him out. Go ahead. Uh... So it is 27 to hit. Okay. And it will be seven points of damage. Okay. And I'm done. All right. Zormir, you're up. I am, uh, let's see. I'm going to step to the side. So I have a clear line of sight to the creature. Okay. And I might do summon whatever this energy that is in me that feels vile and just starts spewing acid towards the eyeball. Okay. Zoramir's doing his Zoramir thing again. <laughs> That's a deck save of the team. Why you gotta be a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> and he fails. Alright. That is 11 points of damage. Okay. There's a lot of dice for 11 points. That's 3d4. <laughs> That's it. Alright, Grayson, you're up. Alright, uh, run up to where I'm 10 feet away from him again. Okay. Okay, you're good. Alright, two attacks. Okay, uh, the first one was a, well, I wrote up with advantage, so 12 to hit. That misses. Second attack. Another 12. Both of them miss. And I will, the other one was a four again and a natural one, so. Wow. I'm back in another 15. Right. Creature's turn again. Grayson. Out front. All right. Uh, You need to make a constitution saving throw. Twenty dirty. Okay. Okay. 
for 21 points of damage. Uh, that was halved. Yeah. Uh, as a, a blackish purple ray fires out from one of the eyes and slams into your side, and you just feel the force of it eating your flesh away. You guys better get up here and help me. <laughs> Memoria, you're up. I'm going to um, move up right behind Grayson. Okay. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay. For 13 points of damage. Damage? Or I'm sorry, healing. I, I'm, I got, I'm thinking two steps ahead of myself. And then going to hit with my spiritual weapon as my bonus. Okay. 16 to hit. That hits. For nine points of damage. Uh, Blaylock, you're up. Did we skip? I'm going to. Did, I didn't hmm? skip you last round, did I? Uh, I'm not sure. I thought I went after um, the big, gross eyeball. That's I, I thought. Curious. I thought you. I thought you, kind of did myself. Hmm. It's okay because watch this. It gives me time to do this. <laughs> I'm going to move up uh, 30 feet with gusto. And if I, you know, just for some flair, I'm going to, I'm going to just going to do a, a shoulder roll. Boom. And then I'm going to um, uh, bring out my, that staff mm-hmm. and just shoulder holster it and then oh, fire up, fire one off right at him. Okay. Okay. And is that a spell at advantage as well? Yeah. It's a ranged attack. It's an attack. Okay. I didn't know if this spell would count with that. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, so that was 22 to hit. That would hit. Okay. Get out of here, text. And there. Uh, nine points of damage. Okay. Yeah, you hit something. Gonna get up and then and then twirl the staff around and and just stick it right into the ground. Hello, hello. I am the animal master artificer Leo Frandonica von Germanica the Third. You may refer to me as Leo. Shut up. Oh, that's amazing. Zoramir. <laughs> you should have a separate microphone just for him on that one. Just, just saying. You should add that to the soundboard. Uh, I'm seriously considering it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, he's covered in acid, so he gets uh, gets to take residual damage from that for seven points of damage. All right. And I'm going to raise up my bracers and try and bury a couple daggers in him. Okay. First one's 22. That would hit. Second one is 25. That would hit. 
is four. Fifteen points of damage. Okay. No, oh, and I need to roll concentration. You do? My guy hit it. Oh, do I need to roll concentration on the uh, uh, fairy fire? Yeah. No, you didn't. You haven't been hit. I have. Yeah, but Blaylock hasn't. You only roll constant. Oh. It, it, yep. That's only for, yeah. So that is a 19 for my concentration on my protection. You're fine. For me rolling good. Okay. So it should still. It's still going. Uh, so Zormir, that's it? Yes. Okay. Grayson, you're up. I just looked and saw it was concentration. What was that? I think you cut out. I, I said I just looked to see that it, that was actually a concentration spell. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's no problem. All right. Is it my turn again? Yep. All right. Running up. So, 19 to hit. That would hit. Eleven damage the first time. Second attack. Sixteen to hit. That hits. Seventeen to hit, or not hit? Seventeen damage. All right. And 15 back. All right. Since there's multiple people in range now. Zormir. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. 35? Uh, oh, uh, 20, not natural. Okay. All right. Give me a second. Well, the rare time to hear him of this, but I need to use the digital dice for this one. <gasps> Wait, is it that much? <laughs> that high. Oh, no. Well, good night. <laughs> we need to find a diamond quickly. <laughs> I know. Okay. 
you take 24 points that's halved already what of um force damage wait don't i have a force damage thing yeah resistance to force damage okay so you take 12 points is he attacking again nope that's it yeah, as i'm going to use a, a black use go ahead my my what is it my uncanny dodge and have that again okay so it's six points mm. right as a as a ray of black energy slams out and you actually feel your skin begin to disappear. Nemoria, you're up. I am going to use Toll of the Dead. Okay. Use Wisdom Saving Throw. Fails. And that will be finally I get to hit with it. That will be eight points of damage. Okay. And then I will hit with my spiritual weapon. Get out. Uh, 28. That hits. And it will be for 18 points of damage. How much is the damage? Isn't it 1d8? It is 1d8 plus 5. Why did it roll... Oh, for some reason it rolled a 2d8. Oh. How convenient. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, D&D. Uh, that would be 12 points. 1d8 plus 5. Okay. That makes a bit more sense. Yeah, yeah. If you wouldn't have said anything, I, I would have just thought, well, hell, that's a lot of points. Huh. All right. Blaylock, you are up. And yep, I'm gonna run up. Uh, how how far am I away from melee range? Mm. About twenty five, thirty. Beautiful. Uh, I'm gonna run up twenty five. Okay. And. Shocking grasp. Okay. Alright, that's uh twenty-six to hit. Okay. And mm, twenty points of damage. How do you want to do this? right in the eyeball. I'm going to stick that gun right in the eyeball and shock it till it bursts. Okay. Uh, so you run up and kind of jump into the air and, and slam down the, the the pistol with the prongs right into its eyes. At the same time, electricity arcs through it. And, and how much was the damage? 20. Okay. Wait, you shouldn't be rolling. Alive. No, he's dead. No, 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 no. It nope. falls to the ground. 
<laughs> and then you pull back and say, yeah. And one ice dog raises up and another one raises up. And it, you see its mouth hanging on the ground as it rises up off the ground. Wait, what? No, not again. Zormir, you're well, up. I thought it was going to eat me. It's still alive? Well, does it still take acid damage? Uh, it would. Yeah. Eight plus two is ten points of acid damage. Okay. You see the flesh burn and it falls to the ground. And again, it starts rolling and it rises up <laughs> and looks at you. I, I had lowered my bracers and uh, what I thought was victory. And then I looked back and oh, I raised quickly, raised my bracers back up and procured the jaggers and chewed them out. Okay. The advantage is still going, right? Yeah. Okay, 18 and 27. Okay, both hit. Four. Six plus eight. You'll get sneak attack because Blaylock's within melee range. Oh, uh -huh. That's 14 base. Wow, that was horrible. Um, 19, 20, 21 total points. Okay. Don't be fooled. Your daggers go out. And you see it howl out in pain. And it goes... And it rolls over to the side. Dead. But wait, there's more. Yeah, I don't believe you. Tricksters. Everybody. How's everybody doing? I think I'm the only one that took some major damage. Hmm. Fascinating creature. You need some healing, Grayson? Uh, save it for now. Hmm. Okay. Soramir, look at these eye stalks. Never seen anything like this. I've heard about it. I think it's a beholder, mm. but it wasn't an alive one. What's a beholder? This, and then I'll point it, and then I'll put it, poke it right in the eye. Oh, thank you. And it just, as you poke it, it's just like. Well, if this is anything to <clears throat> foretell what we're going to be dealing with, we are we could be sorely outmatched if we do not be careful. There's a lot of evil here. Let me go up to it and cut the eye stock. How big is the eye stock? It's, uh, for you, it's about uh, the size of your arm. All right. Well, I cut the eye stock off and put it in my bag. Okay. I've never, not that I've ever seen a real beholder, but knowing that now they're undead ones as well, does not bode well. 
that was a nasty little creature. We should be careful of big balls of filth rolling. I pull out my journal and I start scribbling down hmm. notes. Okay. This a time to be writing in your diary, Grayson? If you have time to go and desecrate the dead, I can write down whatever I want to in my journal. Touche. I'm just going to keep studying the creature. This is fascinating. How does it float? I would say magic. Hmm. Certainly. It's without magic, this thing shouldn't exist. It's an abomination. There it is. Look at this, and I'll grab it by one of its eye stalks, and I'll start flailing it around. What is the purpose of this? There's no, there's no evolutionary reason for this to even exist. It's flopping around. Well, we need to be very careful as we move up the tree. Did we go up there? Mm. Well, I don't see nowhere else to go. Was this just a a tree that we walked up to? Or was there like gates for this Elven city? No, there was no gates. Anything that would resemble anything like that would be long past decayed. We'll be able to get a view of the uh, area from up high. I feel that we would be safer that way. I'm going to stare up into the trees and see if I see any movement or any other creatures that may be rising, residing up there. Okay, roll a perception. Twenty-five. You don't see anything moving. You keep your eyes out, kind of keep them peeled for a while, and you don't see anything of concern. Trees seem pretty dead. Whatever this was that came down from there, I think he was alone. Mm, let's hope so. I say we walk up so we can look down. I think that's better than them looking down on us. Agree. What time of day is it, DM? Nighttime. Well, no kidding. It's. I mean, you guys just woke up and moved in, so it's. You've got okay. a whole day. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we still got a lot, lot of nighttime left. Uh huh. I will be happy to take the lead if you want me to. I did not take any damage on that last fight. <laughs> Make haste and not stay down on the ground here. Let's get the. Upper ground advantage. Mm. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take the lead. Okay. Do we see any trace of any activity around here? Uh, Zormir was looking, didn't see any. Oh, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Okay. Okay. Who wants to be after mm-hmm. Nemoria? 
I'll follow oh. after Nemoria. I'll be after Blaylock. Okay, Grayson's in the rear. All right, Nemoria, where you want to go? Uh, I'll go twenty-five feet. walk up as uh, the pathway uh, ascends higher and higher up the tree. I'm going to roll for stealth. Okay. At this point. And be stealthy as well. Okay. 18. Yes. Okay. Even though I have some really glorious boots on. Jones, junk. 19 for Grayson. Okay. 18 for Bloodylock. 25 for Zormir. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Alright, where do you want to go from here? I'm also going to uh, be keeping a, an eye out for if it looks like any planks have rotted and we might fall through if there's any booby traps set up. Yeah, a little late for that. We're only a few steps up. You're behind somebody who's already walking through them. I can look forward. <laughs> sure, you can. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. okay. right. Is this wide enough for two people to be next to each other, or no. is it narrow? It's very narrow. All right, I'll go ahead and move twenty. So this is like to our to our right is just death, right? It's pretty far down at this point. You kind of looking over the light remnants of uh, railing there that that heads up, and uh, you're you're pretty far up in in the air. Mm, uh, I say we strap a rope to each other in case something happens. Nemoria, you're at a doorway leading inside the tree. And Zormir cannot get around me, to me? Nope. I'm going to do my best to inspect that. (laughs) All right, everybody back down the tree. (laughs) (laughs) All the way down. Uh, I can't crawl over his legs. Or crawl over the top of me. All right, so I'm going to check the door over. The door's not closed. It's a it's an opening. Oh, is it? Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna kind of like peek in, see if I can see anything. Okay. As you kind of look in, you're met with just a horrific display. There's decaying bodies strewn throughout the room. Uh, Skeletons now the only thing in their place. There's a large ornate rug stained with blood in the center of the room. Show you what you're looking at here. I'm going to turn around and relay all that information back to the crew. That sounds pleasant. And you see uh, 
an exit heading northwest and one heading southwest. Split the party! <laughs> Sounds like, looks like that eyeball had plenty to eat before we got here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and gingerly step inside the doorway. Leilaki following? I am. Whew. Definitely reeks in here. Look at all these bodies. This just, is massive. Just skeletons, right? Yeah, and skeletons and dried blood. I'd like oh. to inspect the rug. Okay. Uh, you can do an investigation on the room if you like. Nine. Uh, you don't really see anything about the rug. Well, say you don't see Jack Squad. It's a. There's it, some. It was a very nice rug. ornate rug, um, definitely of elven make, uh, but it's been ruined by whatever poor soul had been slaughtered on top of it. The, be the beholder just kind of making in its bed, just sliming around on there. Zoramir, look around the room, see if you can find anything else of interest. I, I believe we need to keep moving sooner rather than later. Do I see anything that piques my interest? Uh, roll an investigation. 20, not natural. Okay. Um, one second. You find Must be Jolly Rancher time. You find uh. <laughs> you find a small scrap of cloth in the door frame coming in that you came in through. Um, you kind of pull it off and and look at it. Uh, well, this, this, this looks, this looks familiar. Where do I know this from? Wait, wait! Oh my gosh, guys! I think this—I think this was Alberon's. This looks like my brother's shirt. I think he was up here. It's been a long time since you've seen your brother, and you think you recognize this little scrap? I mean, we didn't have it. Ton of clothes. It was it was yeah, pretty typical and uh, traditional clothes that we wore as kids. Mm. It's not hard for me. I mean, with my brother, I recognize what he would wear. Would know more than anyone else. Keep it. Maybe it will be useful later. Take it out. Very yes, absolutely. Smell it. I'll see if I can smell his scent on it. Then, what are you doing? Don't worry about it, Blaylock. Sure, you can't smell anything with all this rotted bones and your pouch full of rotted meat. I'm sure your are nose you is not that good. Past an undead monster and just happen to take his shirt off. Oh, it's just a piece. It looks like 
It's like he may have gotten it caught on something as he was escaping or fighting or it whatever. It doesn't look like he was in a good situation if they're just finding a piece of his shirt. Hmm. We have two options, gentlemen. Northeast or northwest. Does it look like this was this came this was right outside one of the alleyways or where where was this? The the entry door that you came in. Oh, okay. Well, northwest have... or southwest? Which way would you want to go? I think at this point it doesn't really matter. I agree. We just got to choose I one. We got to make make haste. Okay. Let's take the north uh, northwest. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna not even wait for everybody to decide. I'm just gonna start heading there. Goodness. Okay. Slow down, little one. We are We're a team, close. remember? We're getting close. I'm going to wave the piece of fabric. As, as you run forward? Nowhere. Okay. So, Zormir is out front. Who's behind Zormir? I'll run up there. I'll go behind him, Moria. I just look at Blaylock and I start running up behind him. Mm, this haste is going to cost us dearly. Alright, Zormir, how far do you want to move forward? I will stealthily, while keeping an eye out for anything dangerous, um, okay. move forward, say, 30 feet. Okay. Your stealth still applies from before. right there. Okay, you see a, another doorway. There's no door. It's just an opening into the next tree. The door has been smashed off its hinges, hinges from a long time ago. I'm cautiously go up and peek into that room. Okay. Uh, the room has a, a light glow from some of the uh, algae in the in the ceiling, uh, giving it a, a kind of bluish tint illumination. Um, the walls of the tree itself seem to be decaying from rot, and there's uh, moss creeping along those that form kind of a carpet along the inside of the walls. Uh, of the walls that are still in good shape. Uh, you see another large rug centered in the room and broken spears line the floor of what was probably once a very pristine station. Along the west wall, you see these skeletal creatures shambling back and, f back and forth. Uh, you assume are staying vigilant in their past duties. They're moving? They are moving. Oh, if they're dangerous, but there's some skeletons over there. Turn around and skeletons, you say? Skeletons. Just be careful. They uh, are more susceptible to blunt damage than anything else. Do they notice us? They don't seem to. 
tiptoe into the room. Okay. Is there, is there any way to sneak up on him? You, you kind of. Yeah, you're already sneaking. I mean, like, are they looking right at me? Um, as you walk in or in, the one to the south of the room is definitely looking your general direction. Is he concerned with my presence? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> Welcome to my abode. <laughs> How you doing there? Cheerio, Nate. <laughs> All right, uh, everybody. Playlock. 22. Zoramir. 18. Good thing I'm in back. Memoria. 11. Grayson. 13. Okay. Playlock, you're up first. Uh, I can't go anywhere, correct? Nope. <laughs> uh, we didn't... See them yet, anyway, right? Uh, where are you at? Uh, was, not, was anything relayed? No. I said, I said oh, there were okay. skeletons. Yeah, he said there were skeletons, and then he walked in the room. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit around. So I would say you like, you hear like the clattering of of bone on wood, just that. Yeah. That sound. Yeah, I'll just be on guard. Okay. And they are gonna go. What I have here. Is there only three of them? Evidently. Color blind, brother. <laughs> no, I. What I had in the system and what I put on the map are two different things. So, evidently. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's gonna attack Zormir. Mine five feet of Zormir. Uh, that no, it's kind of you know the squares are kind of weird. Uh, he misses the other one. Uh, can't the other two can't attack. Okay. Um. Zormir, you're up. Right. I'm going to whip out my rapier and summon all my strength and try and shatter the skeleton into a million pieces. Okay. Cool. Uh, 26 to hit. That hits. That will hit for 10 points of damage. All right. I'm going to... Cunningly disengage uh, away 30 feet in whichever direction gets me the first away from these things. Which looks like maybe towards carpet. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Grayson. Can't do anything from here, so... 
All right, Nemoria. I'm gonna go in to the door and go to the right, five feet in front of the is that blue or whatever that is. Yep. And five feet. Going to attack it with my mace. Okay. Or let's see. That would be 11 to hit. Um, that misses. And then I'm going to uh, use my war priest. Okay. And attack again. Okay. That one will be... Jesus, 11 again. All right. And we're done. Blaylock, you're up. I'm going to move up as far as I can, and can I get, like, sight on anything? Oh, goody. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to twirl the old staff and take aim at yellow. Okay. And 19 to hit. Uh, does hit. Okay. Um, and that is six points of damage. All right. As fire belches out toward him and slams into him. And they're up. Move up. It's an attack Nemoria. Misses. It's going to move there. And attack Blaylock. Alright, let me do Zormir first. That would hit. For three points of piercing damage as it takes its short sword and slashes your arm. Ouch. And then this one's going to attack Blaylock. And it hits. For 20 points of slashing damage for its first attack. Second attack, misses. Third attack, hits. For 16 points of slashing damage, as it takes its sword and slashes through you, opening the wounds. Mm. Zormir, you're up. All right, I am going to again make a swing with my rapier. Yeah, uh, that is eleven to hit. That misses. What is it with you guys in elevens? I don't know, but we know eleven does not hit. <laughs> wait, wait, three plus eight. Yeah, three plus eight is eleven. <laughs> Every day. Yep. Keep. <laughs> then I'm going to cunningly disengage thirty feet away. Uh, probably like towards the middle of the carpet. Okay. Uh, 
All right. Grayson, you're up. All right. Let's see. I will move up to the doorway, and I should be 10 feet within both of them. The yellow yep. and the blue. Oh, yeah. Right there. Okay. First attack. And the yellow. That uh, is 16 to hit. That hits. For 12 damage. All right. That was on yellow. That was on yellow. What was it to hit? 16. Sorry, that does miss. That's my bad. Oh, it misses? It misses. 16 misses? It does. About an 18. That does hit. All right. For 16 damage. Okay. And that's my turn. All right, Nemoria, you're up. I'm going to channel turn on dead. Okay. The all of I believe the red is the orange is within 30 feet of me, right? Let's see. Yeah. 25. Yep. Yep. All right, so they all must make a whiz saving throw. Okay. The red fails. The blue fails. Yellow succeeds. Okay. So what does that do to them? They're frightened of you? Okay. Uh, They are frightened. uh, Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet. Uh, if they fail their saving throw, it's turn for one minute. And they are trying to move away as far as you can and can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. And also cannot take reactions. Okay. And its action is only to move away. Okay. So they can't attack? No. Blaylock, you're up. This holy energy radiates from Nemoria. You just see her raise a a mace into the air and like a splash of water goes through the room. Uh, And it's like glowing with purple and and yellow highlights uh, and light bits of sparkles and slams into the, the skeletons. Interesting. I'm going to use the uh, uh, the. I'm going to cast the Eldritch, Eldritch Cannon Protector as my action, and as a bonus action, I would like him to pulse. Okay. So go ahead and have him pulse. Uh, pulse. Hits all three of you, but not yep. so. And, and that is for ten hit temporary hit points. All right. Everybody but Zoram Mare. All right. Skeletons are going to move away. Uh, 
Uh, Nemoria, you're going to get an attack of opportunity on the skeleton. So I don't have to roll to hit then, correct? Yes, you do. Okay, yeah, 25. That hits. That was a net. Does that does not twenty matter on that or anything? Yep. Okay, it was a natural twenty. Okay, get the deck out. I actually get hey, my first nat twenty. Woohoo! Welcome to the club. Thank each job for that. You stop. Maximum damage, and you may take another attack against the same target. All right. So let's see. That would be six, eight points of damage for Max. Okay. And make another attack. So then do I? So then I got to swing again, and yep. that would be eight to hit. That would miss. Wait a minute. So, uh, hang on. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's right. Correct. The right. dice is really messed up. I've got to pay attention to it rolling. That's why you use real dice. No problems. Uh, yep. yep. Uh huh. Keep going. Oh yeah. my dice! As I attack, uh, the skeleton once again levels up against Blaylock, holds his uh, shimitar in both hands, oh, comes I, in. I should have Do what? Opportunity attack on the blue. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, 26 to hit. Definitely hits. Damn it. Seven, eight, for 10 damage. Okay, the bones just scatter onto the floor as you hear them tumble just across the floor. I, st- I can still move, can I not? It's not or even is your that a bonus action? Well, I. <sighs> Never mind. You, you, your turn's over. You can't. Yeah, I know. I was. You could have still moved. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, skeletons attacking Blaylock. It misses. Uh, it misses again. Natural twenty. Oh. Uh, yes. The thighs have it. Your speed is reduced by five feet until you finish a short rest. Okay. That's a weird one. Well, he slashed his thighs. For 16 points of slashing damage. Zormir, you are up. Alright, I am going to charge uh, red okay. with my red here drawn. Ooh, natural 20. Dang, listen to this thing That's go. Woo! Second one of the night for me. Let's see. Slow recovery. Triple damage, and the target must make a DC 14 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the target can make two fewer attacks on their next turn. (laughs) Uh, He rolled a natural 20 for his save. 
Oh, really? Um, okay, so that's 5. Plus 5 is 10 triple damage, so 30. Okay, so you you run up and kind of jam your rapier into the ribs and wedge it between it real quick, and you slam forward with your hands, and the, the rapier gets between there. You just hear cracking, and all of a sudden, like, bone parts just shatter into the air, and the skull goes rolling, and you see it bounce against the wall, and uh, it's dead. After I rip my rapier from him and send bones rolling across the room, I'm going to uh, I'm going to dash due south uh, behind yellow. Uh, okay. So you can get about right there. Perfect. All right, Grayson, you're up. All right. Uh, natural 19, which is a crit for me. Oh, what? Is that? All right. It's like four in a row between huh. all of us. Yeah. Natural dice. Virtual dice. Maximum damage in the target's AC is reduced by 2d4 until the end of its next turn. Okay. Is, maximum damage. Is the AC is reduced by five. Seventeen, eighteen, twenty-two damage. All right. So you you whip into it. It hits the straps on his armor, and the, the armor swings open, and it kind of swings back and forth, exposing the chest. My second attack. 18 to hit. 18 hit. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His AC's down. For 19 damage. Okay. All right. Nemoria, you are up. I'm going to uh, move uh, southwest by uh, just one square, right next okay. to Blaylock. Okay. And I am going to spells. I'm going to cast Toll of the Dead. Okay. Wisdom throw for you. Uh, he fails. And that would be 14 points of damage. Okay. And I'm not within five feet. Uh, Never mind. I'm done. All right. Blaylock, you're up. All right. I'd like to, as a bonus action, I have... uh, Cannon pulse. Okay. So everybody's going to update your temporary hit points. With... Update uh, six. Uh, that's that's an additional six. That's a down a, day. That is a replacement. Yes. Okay. 
don't matter because poor Blaylock needs some temporary hit points. Yep. <laughs> uh. Um, and can I use my action to disengage? As an action, yes. As an action, yes, I would like to do that. That gives me what my movement speed or half my movement. Your movement. Good. I would like to um uh disengage. Okay. Um, yes, that will work. Okay. All right. And that is the end of my turn. Creature's going to move forward. Nope, not on top of Grayson, but right there at Grayson. He's going to attack Grayson. Come to me, my love. <laughs> I'm going to use my shield. Okay. <laughs> Two 19s. Still hits. Ouch. Is that just for one attack Sorry, or does it affect all attacks? Uh, hang on. I believe it is just one attack. I think so. Let me double check. Let me double check here. Um, it just says you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. I think it's just a one time. Yeah, just one. Use. Yep. Okay. Um, what's your AC, Grayson? Oh, that would hit. Never mind. 19. Uh, it does hit. Just seeing if you want to do anything. I will use my bonus action to make it 22. Okay. Still hits. I don't have my bonus action. I have a reaction. Yep. And the third one hits. Holy crap. Uh, 19, 15, and 18 were the rolls. Were the natural rolls. So the first one hits for... 15 slashing damage. The second one hits for 19 slashing damage. Third one hits for 13 slashing damage. As you see the skeleton walk up and it's just hacking away at Grayson because Grayson broke its armor and Zormir, you are a lot of blood coming out of Grayson. Alright. I am once again with my rapier still drawn gonna charge up behind yellow. Okay. Come up right behind it. Yep, uh, and that is 16 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Cool. Because that was, or did his AC go back? Was it just one round? From one that round. Point? Okay, so that does not hit. My bad, sorry. Uh, okay. Um, stumble forward with my rapier as I missed, and then. My second hand with my dagger, try to get another hit. Okay. Yeah, by the end of its next turn is what it was said. All right. That is a 19 plus. That eight. hits. <laughs> Seven. I still got sneak attack, right? Yep. So that is eight base. Okay, eight. Uh, eight. 
22 total points of damage. I got to switch the map over. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so you take uh, you take your dagger, shove it up underneath the skull, find right where the uh, the backbone connects to the skull piece, and twist your dagger and snap it off, and the head rolls over, and then you just start taking pieces and snapping the ribs until it's down into just a pile of bone below your feet. Frenzied with the desire to find my brother as I'm tearing through the skeleton and throwing its bones all over the room. So you look around. The room is in shambles. You've seen these unearthly creatures. The piles of bones scatter about the room. And as you look to the doorway to the uh, southwest, you see a light purplish glow coming from a distant doorway, illuminating through to the room where you're at right now. And that's where we're going to end tonight. So, uh, you don't, you're not going to give us like a minute left to bum, bum, bum. I would love to, like, I want to keep going, uh, you know, more hours, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Uh, I, I can't. Oh, I'm super excited. This is this is good stuff. Killing um, me with your rolls, dude. Yeah, like yeah. Good dice tonight. Took me down over half my fucking hit points. I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, but uh, thank you all that attended uh, and, and watched. We uh, please come back uh, next Monday at 7 p.m for uh, the continuation of this story if you want to catch up 70 dungeons on youtube uh, we got some additional stuff coming out soon we love having you uh stop by and uh can't wait to see you next week until then take care we'll see you monday peace Bye. Bye.